Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Yeah, welcome back. I mean, this we Emma and I had like a full, we literally spoke for a half hour before catching up on personal issues. Yep. It's amazing that personal issues can be happening when everything is stopped. Halted. You know, I, 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 today was the first day. Actually, this week was the first week I woke up, and I actually am just anxious all the time. Really? Yeah, and I think a lot of other people are starting to feel the same thing. It's like I'm just so wildly anxious because it's I, I can't sit idle anymore. I I'm not going to go to a pool party it. or a barbecue, but I, I don't want to. I went to the park yesterday. I walked around. I went to the beach this weekend. Did you stay at the beach or just go, like, walk around? So this is what it was. I went to – first of all, you're going to be like, what the fuck? I went to the beach in Alabama. So this is what it was. <laughs> I feel like when I tell people in New England – like, when I told my mom that, I was like, I'm at the beach in Alabama. Everything's fine. She was like, I don't know. They had beach. I'm like, I know. Alabama has, like, beautiful white sand beaches. So Ashley's parents have a timeshare in Alabama – so we went down there, and Alabama is, like, much, much more lifted. So we went to the beach. Everybody was super social distant. Like, it was, like, fine. But we walked by this pool, packed. And I was, like, <gasps> and I scurried. I didn't, we didn't even go near it. But we could see it. And well, that, that was freaked all the, me out. That was all the pictures I was watching. I watched the Today Show. And mm. they were showing all these pictures of, like, barbecues and pool parties and people just, like, <laughs> Like, like nothing was changed. And I thought, okay. Because I'm like, I feel guilty walking through the fucking park. This seemed like extra. I was like, why? It it felt like people were going out of their way to have too many people in the pool that I saw. Right. Like, like it's like an act of like rebel, like being rebellion or something. That's kind of what it felt like. Because I was like, okay, no one wants to be that crowded in the pool. And it was like, it was all these kids. And we had the dog. So we had to like not go out with the dog because kids would run up to the dog. So right. we had to leave the dog in because it got kind of weird. Like a kid was running towards him and I had to be like, ah! and then I kind of ran away from the kid and the dog because I was trying not to get right near the kid. Well, I went Central Park yesterday. It was pretty packed. I saw this couple walking and it's like, you know, she was doing the right thing, but the mom was walking with just plastic all over her. Not plastic, like pl- like she had the shield, the mask, which is fine. That's totally normal to see. But then she also had plastic over her head and over the shield, and then plastic all over her going all the way. It was like a plastic burka, and then oh but clear. And then she had gloves under it. She couldn't move her hands out from the plastic. It still had gloves. And then it was their, her husband, who had no plastic, just like a <laughs> handkerchief over his face, was walking the baby. And the baby was the baby in the plastic bubble. And I thought, I don't think any of you are enjoying this. Like, maybe yeah. just stay home and go out on the balcony or fire escape. Because, like, and also, it was hot. I'm like, right. I'm hot. And you're, she's walking in the sun. I'm like, just this... I, I appreciate what she's doing, but like, aren't you like hot? Like, you're uncomfortable, and you're not you even it, outside. Is it really. Saran wrap? No, it's like plastic, like a raincoat plastic. But like, it was a, it was almost like the plastic you put like a when you get like a suit and you put it in the plastic and zip yeah. it up kind of thing, like that material. That must have been so hot. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm hot, and I'm in shorts and a tank top. Like, I'm <sighs> hot. There weren't people were wearing face masks. Also, I was like, are people going to be, like, looking at me funny? I kept going out of my way anytime we were at a – we went to a, a restaurant, but the restaurants are, like – there was, like, you know, only 10% of people could go in and all that. But when we went to the restaurant, I made a big show about, oh, I love meat. Because when I'm in the South, I want people to know, like, I eat meat because I feel like it makes me seem more, like – You think that you walk in and they're, like, look at this lesbian. She probably yes. is vegan. Even exactly. though you walk into a place that is, like – Dallas barbecue. You know what I mean? It's like, like, what, what is that? What is it? Did we talked about this before where you think yeah. that eating meat is like the sign that like you're. And here's the other thing. I respect vegetarians and vegans and support them 100%. I think that's probably better for the environment. I am in no way. Like I would be honored if I had the self-control to be a vegan honored, but I don't. And that's why I don't do it. So that I am so quick to be like, 
oh, meat, meat, meat. I've got a meat problem is just I haven't even brought it up with my therapist because I feel like there's feel nothing to say. Don't you feel sick when you eat all that meat? Oh, that's the other thing. I'm exaggerating how much meat I eat. I do eat a good amount of meat, but I don't have like, I'm like, oh, I like, I'll be like, oh, I'm, tr I'm, I'm trying to eat less meat. I eat so much red meat a day. I, I need to cut back. Not really. I, I'm trying to think of the last time I ate red meat. I have red meat once every two weeks or something because I eat oh. turkey or I'll eat chicken. That's it. Oh. And then the, my other protein comes from egg and yogurt. No, I eat, I do. I mean, I eat red meat. Um, is turkey every red other meat day. actually? No. I mean, Wait, it's. Meat. I think it's better than beef. I mean, I'm okay. So I made meatballs the other week. Love a meatball, which were delicious. Love a meatball. So I bought after you recommended it. I bought um, Jello, the sugar-free Jello. I just bought two more things today. Great suggestion, Mateo is 100% right on with this. I 100% has co-signed this. If right. you want, if you feel like snacking, get the sugar-free Jello. It's refreshing. It's fun. It's not I, bad for you. It is fun. You pick yeah, it up. You like. You like. It jiggles. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now, okay, Jello. I remember this might be an '80s thing. This Let's is like the it. only thing that I remember from the '80s was three-layer <laughs> Jello. Do you remember three-layer oh, Jello? We never had that, but my friend Harrison, I think, had that. Okay, there's, and I don't think they make huh. it now. But I remember. Let me Google it right now. I was like three. Yeah, those Jello cakes at the at the grocery store, and they would have them in the containers that had like the print of the container well no but this was like this was like you make that so you make the jello i don't think yeah this was it jello one two three so it's one mix and then it separates and it looks like that what and it's three layer jello i mean one is like well, jello, never had that foam less foam but right. i remember getting it as a kid and loving it yes and i thought that was like a normal thing that i think it I mean, it must have been like a year thing on the shelf and did not do well, but it did well in, in my family. But yeah. I, I remember three layer Jello. And I, I, did we, were Jello packs, Jello, I just remember Jello being made like in the big bowl as a kid. Oh, yeah. Me too. Right? Jello packs. And then also, I'd but say like about the Jello, the cups that we have, they don't, they weren't sold when we were kids, were they? I don't remember them. I remember the big packs too. And remember when we did, remember when we did DragCon in LA? Mm hmm. The only time we did drag on because of what happened, the New York disaster on my end. Um, I'll never the, forget. I'll never forget. I'll for my never life. Never forget. Now, calling I you and going, Emma, uh, are you here? You go, where? Or like, we got to go to DragCon in an hour. You're like, I'm in LA. It's next week. I was like, it's today. Man. And I <laughs> kept getting the confirmation for DragCon. And I was like, I thought they were just being like way ahead of it. To be fair to myself, at that time, I had someone doing my calendar, mm -hmm. and they had had it in the original date that we were given. I guess the date got changed. It never got updated on my calendar. And then they, I had been, like, coordinating with them about travel, and no, like, me or them ever That was on it. them because she should have said, because she was in all the emails right. of my manager, my agent, your right. agent, like, drag con. Like she yeah, and I confirmed said, with her. I was like, I'm good for next week and the thing, and I've got all this stuff, and I fly into – here are my flights to New York. So then when you called and said that, I was like – and it was – I was like – I was like, fuck! Because there was no – it was literally starting in like three hours. Oh, we had a guest. Uh, Daniel Brancese was yeah. our guest. Uh, but Marie Faustin stepped in. She was a, yes, she did a you, great Marie. job and she passed guests on the show. But Jello, it is fun, and, uh, and so the normal Jello, like in the pack or whatever. The yeah, cup. so I tried to make one of those when we were in LA. What? So the, we, like we, a big bowl? I've tr this is what happened. So this is when Ashley and I very first started dating. So she couldn't eat. And they broke her nose for deviated septum, and then she also got a nose, other stuff. Wow, that was uh -huh. So. <laughs> So I, she was like, could only eat Jello, and I was staying in her apartment without her, and I was like, I'm gonna make her a bunch of Jello, and I read the directions wrong. The directions are like one cup per one third or something. It's also which, you use hot water, I think. That part I got, but I thought I was supposed to do one cup for every one third of the packet, but it's one cup for each packet. So whatever I did, I like fucked up the recipe. So you added then, too little of water? Too much. Too much. 
And I was like, they're not telling. I don't know how much a third is. I don't know how much a third of the packet is. And then finally, some, someone wrote me on Instagram and was like, no, no, it's one cup for one packet. And then I had all these bowls of faulty jello because I kept trying to make it. I think I made like five bowls of jello. My cousin Kelly is responsible every year. I don't know why we put her in charge of anything. Uh, to make jello shots because my I don't know what it is but it's yes, such a yes, yes, white yes. trash thing but we love just oh, oh everyone loves a jello shot oh yeah everyone loves a, oh. and my grandparents oh. my aunts my uncles oh. like we Talk love about it. good time love so, the jello shot everyone has a job right like my family brings like the when turkey when do you have jello shots so well at Christmas oh. on Christmas day we get to my grandparents really? Kelly has a like, jello shots so we're like Kelly your job jello shots you know we need like fifty or seventy whatever. So Kelly goes, okay. So she makes the vodka, the whole thing, blah, 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 mm. in a big bowl and then puts it in the fridge. And then, like, hours later, we're like, Kelly, did we you make shots. the jello shot? She goes, yeah, it's in the fridge. We're like, no, that's a big bowl. That's a right. big shot. Which is like, well, how else am I supposed to make it? You, you pour it in the... <laughs> I'm like, how did you think? So now Kelly's scooping it out and trying to put it in the... I mean, it was a mess. Yeah, it's got to be congealed in the little shot glass because also what happens if you do it, I don't know why I know this, maybe I did what she did, but if you do it like that, it doesn't necessarily like mix and settle evenly. Like it'll be like one chunk will have a, like someone's going to be super drunk and someone's going to be super sober. Right. And they had the same amount, but their jello was vodka and their jello was jello. Well, some of them, I mean, there's, Kelly makes them strong. So like you have one, you're mm. like, Get, have you drank at all since Corona's been? I haven't drank since New Year's in Italy. Wow, I haven't drank in about a year and a half now. Good for you! Congratulations! Isn't that crazy? That's great. It's crazy. That's the only, really good. The only substance I had was two times I had a um, CBD pen, and one of the the times I think it had hemp in it. Okay, I mean I don't think smoking. Well, I, I don't know. It, everyone's I, everyone's yeah, it was, idea of being sober is different. Right. I, I don't like smoking weed and I don't like drinking. So, you know, I've had tons of I had had CBD gummies actually quite a few times. That would just make me sleepy or whatever. But I remember one time I had a pen that was CBD and I smoked it and then I slept. I've never slept harder. Like I woke up like I was out of the. I missed a train. I missed the audition. I woke up at like 2 p.m. just fucked. I took a picture to send to Yamanika because she's asking why I'm not playing Fortnite. And I'm like, I'm doing a I'm How doing much a Fortnite are you guys playing a day? Too much. How much? Well, we could start some... T- Actually, not too much. Let's say we start around like 10 or 11. We could finish around 3 or 2 a.m. Okay. Nice and day. we play with Jordan Rock, who I'm sure you know Jordan. He lives in L.A. He's a yeah. very funny comedian. So... It's a good thing that you've got an activity to do because I, it was like yesterday I had like one thing that I had to do and I had, I did a workout thing in the morning. There's like a social distancing boxing class where we do it outside now. Mm-hmm. So I did that from nine to 10 and then I had a call, I think at from like one to two and I was like, oh, I really don't have anything I have to do. Like I truly, I was like, I can drum up some stuff, but it was like. Okay, and I mean, it's been like that for a while in quarantine, right. but it's just such a different, like, I was like, all right, like, what? And so I just took a long walk. I, like, sat and looked at the dog. Like, Are you in nature? Like, are you surrounded by nature? Or is it like a suburb? Suburbs. But I'm near a, um, oh, God, it's not, a, it's not called a swamp. It's called a, it's not a brook, a bayou. What's a bayou? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a bayou is how they say swamp or brook in, is it like a stream? It's like a stream, but it's like a thick, big, it'd be like, it'd be like a stream seems like it'd be thin. In between, uh, in between a river, uh, in between a river and like a stream, I guess. But like a, it's like a big fat river. How do you spell bayou? No. Big fat river. And it usually, also I was like, I was holding Bowie and I was like playing like that. I was going to put him in the water and Ashley went, don't, there's alligators in there. And I went, (gasps) what the fuck? Okay, a bayou in the southern U.S. is a marshy outlet or lake or river. So a bayou is a slow-moving creek or swampy section of a river or lake. They usually are found in flat areas where water collects in pools. Bayous are often associated with the southeastern part of the United States. I'm learning so much about the South Mateo, and it's so – like, being in Alabama, I'd been there before. Like, I did a college there, but I just never – I don't know. There's so many stereotypes and prejudices against the South. I don't know what – I thought would happen because she was like, oh, my parents go there. And I was like, 
Alabama? I think if if you grow up in the North and, you know, same if you grow up in the South, you hear other things about, you know, other things about other people and stuff. And so growing up in Chicago, you know, you just, I mean, the South was, I've never, I'd never been to the South till I was like 20 five or six or something it was yeah. when i went to new orleans for the first time oh i so, love but to, but to be fair it's the same thing about brooklyn i remember being fascinated by brooklyn i remember being in chicago friends with my friend isam and he he was from brooklyn and he was italian and egyptian and i was so obsessed with how like like how mm. exotic brooklyn sounded you know what i mean just like what's brooklyn like right you know and now i'm like ah Brooklyn. I'm not going to Brooklyn. It's too far. But, you know, I think it's so like the South, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stereotypes. But, like, the South is just as be- the South is just as beautiful and has just as many problems as the North does. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Totally. And there's and there's a lot of stereotypes someone could... Like, I hadn't... Well, I said uh, something and Ashley went, oh, you're just a bunch of Yankees. Okay. Yankee doodle dance. I mean, I, the word Yankee sounds so old-fashioned. And she was, like, joking around when she said it, but I was like, oh, is that, like, a thing you guys say? She's like, it's just a thing that people in the South say about. And I was like, oh, yeah, see, I guess I, I didn't know you guys could say anything bad about us. But then it was like, there's lots of stereotypes about, you know, I don't know. What the, what are the stereotypes about New England? We're, like, uptight, Um, Okay, racist, lobster. Waspy, waspy white um uh kind of like uh i mean i don't know too, what's your stereotypes of chicago besides deep dish pizza chicago i feel like i guess it'd be okay for some reason chicago i would think of as friendly but the only negative stereotype quote unquote would be that mob people would be like chicago's got a lot of mob well i remember my a... grandpa when he went back to italy he was in rome and they're like where are you from he's like chicago and they were like ah rat tat tat yeah <laughs> exactly so exactly. my grandma's d- grandpa who was from naples she was just telling me this the other day um was uh when he came from naples he was I don't know how old he was, but he started working for Al Capone. It was during Prohibition, and Whoa, he had I can't a machine. Never told me that before. He had like a machine gun, like one of wow. those old school machine guns, because he sat on the back of the truck when they delivered alcohol to wow, he was places illegally. Yeah, and um, I was just talking to my grandma about this the other day. She was like, wow. you know, he didn't speak any English. He's like, but you know, when I was little, he would take me to the opera, and he was so <laughs> sweet to me, and like would take. He was just like got me very cultured, and would like read only Italian newspapers and this and that. And it's like, oh man, I really wish like I could have connected with like these people. Oh yeah, you know, like even what now. A... And I know I talk a lot about being Irish, Italian, and Mexican, but it's like I'm so connected with my Italian culture, like. The Irish side, I wouldn't even know where to begin because my dad's yeah. family has been here for six generations. But, like, the Mexican side, because it was left out when my mom was young, it was so – well, she was in high school, but, like, it was just, like, immediately cut off. I'm Why so was cu- that? My, my, my grandfather, my blood grandfather, who's Mexican, had um, multiple children with another family. I didn't realize that's who it was. Yes. and he. I thought that he was Italian. No, he's Mexican. Didn't realize. My grandma's Italian. Didn't and realize. And so he had other kids with another woman and named them all the same names. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, so he didn't confuse them. So my grandma divorced him and remarried a Sicilian. So by the time I grew up, I was just Italian on my mom's side, but I knew that right. we were Mexican. But she, to be fair, my mom, like her whole Mexican family was just like cut out from her life when she was in mm-hmm. high school. Just like done. You right. know, my grandma was uh, rightfully so, so angry, but it was like, no more seeing cousins, grandparents, nothing. So, you know, my mom's birth name is Mexican and everything just sort of changed. So like mm-hmm. now that I'm older, I'm so curious about the part of you, my life that's that's not there. You should do a 23andMe test. I, so I did. My brother did. My mom and my brother did. And I, I just got my mom's results. And, you know, it's exactly what you would think. It's like. Fifty percent Italian slash Southern European slash whatever. I think you can check something though that'll like if you do it. I think you can check something that'll say you're open to being contacted by because Chris, Christina Hutchinson, who's a comedian, she has a joke about. And I asked her if it was true, and she said it was that someone contacted her through that, saying, 
you know, I'm, we have the same dad, like you can, and then that's how she found out she was um, adopted or that her biological father was different from who she thought it was growing up. Well, it connected us with um, uh, our first cousin is, uh, I mean, I don't want to say his name, but he's Mexican and he's our first cousin and we're connected by our Mexican heritage. Did you reach out? So I haven't reached out yet. I just see, I just know his name. And then my mom is like, that must be because her dad kept having kids. So I have an right. uncle who's younger than me. Wow. And, he was a machine. Uh, yeah, he was. You know, they mm-hmm. did reconnect before he passed away. And my mom and her sisters m- met up with him. And he was like, yes, I made mistakes. And I've always loved your grandma. And these are the right. things I've done. I mean, he was mm-hmm. like a tough guy. I mean, I think he worked as like a... Well, I don't really want to go into like what he did for work, but let's just say it was illegal. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, so I, I feel as an adult, it's like, oh, how I just find it fascinating that like there's just a big part of my family that I would sure. love to find. And I would also love to know anything about my Irish side. It's just like when my mom's family is way more recently into the country than my dad's family, like my dad's family's. I think like six generations. I think he had family like literally in the Civil War. If there's a way now to like reach, I actually have a cousin that got in touch with me and he listens to Inside the Closet. And I don't know if that's how he, so when I very first, when he first, so and shout outs if you're listening, he, um, he, I got a message saying, you know, like I, I'm, I'm listening Inside the Closet. I said, oh, thank you. And I'm your cousin. And I was kind of like, okay. I don't know if I didn't, take him seriously and then he was like no and then he said a family member and he's like i'm related to them and i was like oh and then he asked about meeting up in san francisco and i don't i think i didn't know if he i don't know why i was like i didn't know if it was true and then he came to a show in dc i must i must have told you this because he was gay he's gay and once he was gay for some reason i I was like oh i didn't know i i guess for some reason i was picturing no offense in any way to straight guys i was picturing like a crazy straight guy that was like or something that was like we're related I don't know. To inside the closet i don't know and it was the sweetest <laughs> thing and i was like so i was so happy that he like stuck with me about it because it was so fun to get to meet him and he had pictures of like family and my dad's family hasn't like stayed super in touch and he had all these like cool pictures and now he talks to my dad and my stepmom and it was like one of the most fun things that he came to the show with his husband it was so fun and he looked like looked like my dad's family because he what was if, one. what if through this podcast we could find my long long lost Let's cousins. find mateo's cousins should i say my mexican last name yes it's maldonado which is actually a very commonly it's a very common mexican why do last i know name. that name well wait let me look up because they said it... exactly where my family's from in maldonado Mex- why do i know that name is some is a movie is a character in a tv show last name maldonado something vincent Something Maldonado, I know that name. It's a Mexican name. Yeah, but um, I know it for... I know it. All right, wait, let me read. My mom sent me all the info. It I, is really cool, though, because you're like... Like, it was really... Also, I don't know what my fucking problem was that I thought if the person was straight, they're making it up. But once he was gay, I was like, oh, you were telling the truth. Like, what the fuck is my... Like, truly I, weird. I understand that. Like, sometimes, like, you know, it's like, just weird, hearing that someone though. else is gay, you feel like an extra trust. There's, like, a connection there. I, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. When he... Right when I met him, I was like, oh, yeah, you're my cousin. But, like, I mean, I have lots of straight cousins. Okay, so my mom is... Oh, my God. My mom is such a fucking mix. My mother is Southern European... Uh, mainly Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, mm. so, um, broadly Southern European. She's 10% British. Hmm. Um, and then she's East Asian and uh, Native American. And then Western Asian and North African. My hmm. mom is no, um, 5% North African. Isn't that crazy? You should do 23 of me. I kind of want to do it. I think. Well, my, my, brother, my brother did it. So, But it shows us... Um, recent ancestry in the Americas, Mexico and Central America, Hmm. Jalisco, Mexico, and the nine regions. And so these are the places that my family is from in Mexico. The number one is Jalisco, and then number two is Michi... Oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Michoacan, and then three is Guanajuato. Now, my mom's dad did give her a book of all of our family in Mexico. It's an entire oh, cool. booklet in the 60s when they went back to Mexico. So it's just 
like Tio and Tia, just tons of Mexicans. I have no idea who they are. But a lot of the photos were in um, Guanajuato. <laughs> so, and um, yeah, they're indige- indigenous Mexican. Does your mom want to go back and find like cousins? My mom, I, I'm trying to get her to go to Italy still. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> I'm right. like, Ma, we got to go to Italy together. You right. know? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, the thing I like about my my mom and my aunts are like they're super open about talking about that part of their right. life. And, you know, they try and tell. I actually did this Mexican TV show years ago called Noches con Platanito. It's like was that a, the one where you wore little shorts in it. <laughs> no, no. But it was a talk show. Wasn't the, there something where you sang on it, too? Oh, I did Mariah Carey's. Fa- I lip synced to Mariah Carey's fantasy yeah, yeah, in a yeah. wig. It was yes. very, very um Every, you should Google it, everyone. No, Mateo Lane, Noches con Platanito. Um, I did that show, and the producers were asking me questions about my family in Mexico. They were really interested in it. Mm. And I think it is interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. So I called my mom. My mom was like, Aunt Cindy would know more than me. So I called my Aunt Cindy. And my Aunt Cindy was like, you should talk to Aunt Debbie. So I called my Aunt Debbie. My Aunt Debbie knew, like, everything. Like, Mm. what my grandparents and her grandparents and great-grandparents and cousins. And, like, she remembered a lot, but she's the oldest. So she remembers a lot about all the Mexican family. And my mom just remembers her grandparents were, like, white hair, didn't speak a word of English. Mm. Just, like, had, like, literally, like, a Mexican poncho on and just sat quietly at every, like, family get together <laughs> so they would be at family gatherings oh yeah 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 that must have been so tough not speaking the same language um i think my mom grew up with relatives spanish and italian there were a lot of older relatives that didn't speak english like right she had one italian i think it's her aunt who just would pat her head and say be good to your mama be good to your mama that's all my grandma used to say to me too yeah, be, be good like, to your mama nice. she, not to my mama but she'd be like treat, treat, you know be nice to your mom or hey, Emmy Dam, be nice to your, be, treat your mom well. Or I feel you have like been that. nice to your mother. You're a very good oh, daughter. Yeah. I mean, you, well, you could be a mess, I think, but like you have a good heart and you're good. When to your I was mother. a kid, I always wanted when we would go to my grandmother's house, I wanted to watch TV because we were only allowed to watch an hour of TV at home, home. And so when we would go to her place, she'd let us watch more TV. So I'd be like, oh, we're we're allowed to watch as much TV as we want here. So I'd always be wanting to watch Nickelodeon because it, it was like crack because we didn't get to watch it at home. Yeah. So we'd be like, but we there's so many good shows. I did something really awkward that I wanted to tell you. I did it at the, this is one of the most awkward misinterpretations on my end. When I was at, I just thought of it. When I was at the social distancing boxing class, there's a seven-year-old girl in it. And she goes about the boxing instructor. She said, I'm going to be his first girlfriend. So she's seven. So it's a little, like, it's not like a toddler. Like she kind of knows what she's saying. So I went, no, I mean, she's seven. That's still young still young but i was like i didn't know what to say so i went oh yeah yeah does his wife know that like i was trying to play along so that she's like yeah and then he goes of course so i was like oh good and then i went well good for you you know i was like it's a big deal to be someone's first girlfriend and they went no girl fight and i was like what and she goes i'm gonna be his first girl fight and i was like oh i thought you said girlfriend and she goes why would i be his girlfriend i'm seven and i was like okay <laughs> misheard and he was like oh i like that you wanted to check with my wife and i was like yeah but i was just trying to joke around i didn't really think that you should check with your wife and then she was looking at me like oh and I, I tried like smiling at her and we were doing a boxing exercise and i went you're really good at that and she went thanks like she was um okay seven year old with sass maybe so some, maybe sass. you're not pronouncing your words correctly uh, bitch go back oh, and read a little harder okay i'm attacking be- a seven-year-old i don't know she probably speaks perfect english oh it sounded 100 percent like girlfriend 100 percent. i mean i wasn't like she's like i don't need first girl. she's kind of like bobbing around she's like i don't need first girlfriend. actually I, was- I take this back she has the right attitude because as a seven-year-old she should be defensive to strange adults right. so i take every i'm acting like she's 21 she's seven a strange woman suggested that she was going to be his girlfriend. So she's probably like, bitch, I've seen enough movies and TV. Totally. Get the fuck off my back. Which was kind so of now how I'm on I her was. side. Well, I was on her. I was like, I, I was like, oh, I never. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to play, keep it moving because I didn't know how to, what to say to that. Like, but well, it to be fair, if she did say that, you said the right, you said like, 
Because look, like, little kids can see like adults and be like, I like I'm in We're love. We're gonna get married, right. right? And it's like, okay, you're five. Like you have no mm-hmm. idea what that means, but like it's cute, whatever, blah blah blah. Right. Um, I remember I, I when I was like four because my aunt Nikki always babysat us. I was like, I want to marry Aunt Nikki. Like she's marrying Uncle Dino. Shut up, Mateo. And obviously right. you're gay. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, me and my cousin Mark always used to say, I was like. Are you gonna marry? Are you gonna marry me or Katie, my sister? And he'd be like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, and we, me and Katie would. I was like, Well, I like we. You and I play this game, and you like play with me more than Katie. And she. And then I remember one summer he played with Katie more, and so we were like, Who are you gonna marry? And then at about eight years old, we, you know, cut that off. Mm-hmm. But so when she said that, I yeah, you don't know when you're a freaking kid. A kid. Yeah, I don't. Uh, um. Oh, Yamanika says. Aw, Emma. Okay, XOXO. Say hi, Yamanika. She says hi. If you guys are not following Yamanika Saunders, you're fools. She does 90 Day Fiancé recaps, and I'm sucked into 90 Day Fiancé by default. Oh, my, I think my, my grandma, I think, is obsessed with 90 Day Fiancé. Oh, people love it, and I get it. The show is edited and done so, I mean, people are like, oh, trash. stressful. It is so stressful. The cliffhanger. I'm like, without fail, every time, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. But how do they not see that they don't love them, that they want just, like, money? Sometimes I think they do. Sometimes I think they do. Sometimes I think they do. Do you really so, think so? Like, is there? Are, oh, I am not familiar enough with the yes. show. I just yes. remember one episode that Yamanika was commenting on, where this guy was marrying this girl. He's. Do you remember uh, what he looked like or she looked like? Well, it was he wouldn't touch her. Nothing. He kept saying it's religious. He was. I think he's Muslim. He is. Yeah, because at, at the wedding you may and not kiss the bride. And the woman. He was like very a, handsome. The woman's and, like a curvier blonde woman. And I think he was gay. No, she was. She was a large woman. Well, I um, meant curvier in the very politically correct sense. Okay, I thought you meant like, like, like. Okay, so let's just say that this was for a green card. Just, yeah, it was. No, I know a mess. exactly who you're talking about, and visually, you're like, whoa. Well, he was also, I think, gay, and so they were like, right. "You may now kiss the bride," and he stopped her right at that moment and said, "It's Ramadan, I can't do that." And Yamanika paused it and said, "Ramadu, Ramadon." <laughs> Let's just be honest. You know, you know, I mean, like her commentary is right. R- you gotta listen to Yamanika. Right. She's also my my partner in crime for for Fortnite. Are you guys winning? Yeah, we're doing really well. Her, me, and Jordan Rock are doing are really, you guys really play, well. Doing Twitch yet? Are you? Have you guys signed up for Twitch yet? Um, I I haven't started yet. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm almost intimidated it. to do it. And speaking of kids. You can. Pl- I figured out how you just like you can do open duos or whatever, so you could just play with anybody on the internet and talk to them. Uh-oh. A fucking twelve-year-old was like helping me play. There's these things called box fights in Fortnite, and it's really hard. And he was like, "You got this. Don't worry. You make sure you do that." I'm a fucking twelve-year-old, and I'm like, hmm. I'm like trying to butch my voice. Like, thanks. Like, I was yeah. like, you know, it's just so. Isn't that funny? Like, I talk to middle school kids, and I immediately try. I fall back into my middle school place. I'm like, don't sound oh. gay. I'm like, gives a shit. I'm a fucking faggot. Like, That's so interesting. I wonder. That is that is interesting, actually. Well, I've kind of, like, fallen into it in the South a little bit. Like, even at the boxing thing, it's called anointed hand. So I'm, it's, and it's, there's, like, crosses around and stuff, which is fine. All good. More, more power to it. But he was like, well, Ashley came to pick me up. And he was like, your ride's here. And I was like, oh, it must be my friend. I don't know why I said that. It's self-preservation. We're from a... Th- I went, I, it, I'll tell you why. Some uh, people oh, will be friend. like, it's self-preservation. If you're in an environment that you don't know, you Crazy. see what I'm saying? Or you're talking to someone you don't know, you're, you're trying to... I went right pre- back in that motherfucker. I was yeah, like, that's my friend. Try- it's, I think we're from a time... I feel like 12-year-olds now are like literally like floating through the streets and they don't give a shit right. what anyone thinks about them. That was not our childhood. I was, if I could have floated, I would have loved to, but I was like six feet, you know, well, not six feet underground, but I mean, I was, in a, I, was in a, I was in a bunker, scared of my own shadow. Right. So I think that that comes out again. Like if we go to places that we don't know, it's like we're trying to protect ourselves. Like, yeah. ah, just, you know, <clears throat> Bob is doing this show called We're Here on HBO. Mm. And part I think of the I've seen sh- ads for it. It's phenomenal. If you've Great. not seen it, it's phenomenal. It's not just like a drag makeover show. It's like a docu series. They're having really important conversations. Bob is phenomenal. It's so also with Shangela and Eureka. People? Oh, sorry, I didn't. What did you say? Uh, it's with I was just the other drag queens he does oh. it with. But 
when they're walking around town, like Bob literally said that, the, and they show it in the show, they're, ju- they're just walking in drag, just walking. People are calling the cops, telling them to get the fuck out of there, telling, you know, and it's like so funny because someone said to Bob, like, I think my, our friend Nick said, like, what do you do when the cops show up? Bob was like, I am a gay black man. Do you think I waited for the cops to show up? He's like, I am not trying to start a fight. I The second I hear that word, I'm thank you very much. Bye-bye. Yeah, totally. Totally. And just from walking, just from walking around. So, you know, I get it. Like, we're trying to. If you said girlfriend, who knows if someone's like, this is a Christian place and you're, a, you know. Yeah, and I, I really want to I want to use the boxing gym. I, w- I was like, and I mean, the guy must, I mean, I'm sure that they know, but I said it, I've done it a couple times here. Oh, yeah, I went, when I went to the chiropractor, they're like, why are you in Louisiana? And I was like, well, my friend has a place here and we stay here. And then after I did that, I talked to the guy a little bit more. I said, I was like, I said something about my girlfriend. So first of all, he thinks I have a friend that's here, but I was, I, and I, I was like, you know what? I didn't need to tell that guy about my, and he actually had, he had a cross on. It was this place that is in a religious, I pulled up to the chiropractor and it's in a, like, it's like Christian businesses like that. There's a lot of those around where I am. So it's like Christian. Right businesses and then by the I, way just because you're a christian fine. doesn't mean you hate i mean the, absolutely you know what I'm saying? it doesn't mean you totally. hate gay people totally i think that I'm they shooting. have a history of not liking gay people but right. it doesn't necessarily mean maybe this is a stereotype the north thinks of the south that oh, they're super 100%. christian and they don't like gay people exactly 100%. but guess what in the middle of illinois there's people who hate gay people you know what i'm right. saying it's like totally 100 percent. and when i went in i was like I, it's a chiropractor, and I noticed like part of the spine on the ad was like done like in a cross, and I was like, okay, no, yes, Jesus is in your spine. Yes, like it was like it's called like um, I don't know what it's called, but the spine was like a shape of a cross, and I was like, oh, this is a lot. So I, I said, uh, my that's friend, a lot. That's also more tacky. of it. That's something a Catholic would do. You had to tacky. look at it because it was like the outline of the woman's back, but then you saw there was like a cl- like a glow in the form of a cross. You're like, is this for like a chiropractor for exorcisms or like what is this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't there, understand. That's what does Jesus posture. have to do with my with breaking air in my back? Right. I need to Something's go get a massage not... or get a chiropractor. That's the stuff when I he, miss. I used to get a massage with my friend back, Steve at once a month. You. It was. Are there any places that are open? It felt great. Um, I don't think so. I don't know that I would go just yet. Yeah. You know, New York is really, I'm going to just be so curious about, I mean, man, I, this is what I think is going to happen. I think that all these places are going to end up having to catch up to New York because I think there'll be such a surge, a surge of th- cases and then there'll be a lack of hospital beds and then places will really have to go on lockdown. And then that's when I think real depression is going to kick in. Well, I think it's too, it's like a combination of, um, yeah, I mean, there's just no like real leader telling us like what to do. Everyone's sort of fending for themselves, it seems like. Right. So I think that's the the lack of communication and the lack of leadership is just letting people think that they can make their own decisions. And, you know, look, I understand like if you live in the middle of Montana and your town is a population of 300, you're not going to have the same rules as new york city but here's the thing so i, I understand that i understand but, that know. too but if you live in a town of 300 here's the thing one per it's gonna there the hot okay my town in blue hill the hospital is not even like open maybe now it's open 24 7 but like it's like the er nurse is like at home but on call like it's like if too many people in that town get it they are so level 700 fucked so it's like right but, you know, some people, like I saw this thing on the Today Show, or eight, maybe it was Good Morning or Sunday Morning, where this guy was like, I, I, don't, I live six miles away from my neighbor. Right. I live on a farm. Oh, that's I don't normal. see my neighbors. I mean, for Maine, that's like, oh, yeah, six miles. Are you in the city? That, that's... I mean, six miles. It was like I could see into my neighbor's house growing up. Oh, like, that's But, you know, different miles. life. Different life. The, six, my dad has 60 acres, and he bought them for $100 an acre. I mean, that's like crazy, but that's, I don't know how many acres are in a mile, but that's like, <laughs> I don't either. I don't know anything about no maps. I, I know not. I know nothing, nothing. I'm trying to learn a Mariah st- Carey riff from lead the way. You now you got the time. So there, to do okay. It. All right. Let me show you. There's a song Mariah Carey sings and it's known as the hardest 
riff. Riff meaning oh, right. like an embellishment. Those kind of like. Why does she put her finger up when she does that? Why? What's, why do singers do that to help them keep point? Dr- drama. Okay. Drama. Um, but this is the riff that everyone's trying to to do. Okay. It may not sound like anything to you, but it actually is really hard. And they have tons of videos online trying to break down mm. this riff. It's uh, yeah. Hold on. By the way. We should not be sleeping on the Glitter album. It's a great album. All right, ready? This is it. So that's it. So all morning I've been trying to learn how to do that riff. How do you teach yourself to do it? You just like break it down. It's, people are literally like, like it's a like a NFL board. Mm. Like we're gonna move here and then here. And I think it's a it's over. Oh, 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 oh. over or something even oh, better. Oh, 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 oh. Your neighbors something, something must like your neighbors must love you. What's happening with the guy that was smoking cigarettes? Is he back on the smokes? He's back. <gasps> He's back. Back He's on the back smokes. Everyone left. I'm whispering because my window's open. Oh. He's back. But he's smoking. But I'm just so happy that there's other people around me that mm. I don't care shit. Right. Poor guy smoking care. cigarettes. Man. And I saw him going to run today. He was running today. And I was like. What a dynamic oh, individual. Yeah, what are you doing? I mean, there's a, there's a lot. Someone, can I read a message to you I got on Grinder today? What's happening on Grinder? Is it popping? Nothing. Really? Nothing's oh, that's good. That's good. Um, are you that comedian guy or are you the guy from the deli? Mateo Lane, you're a stud and funny. You're like a Kathy Griffin. I'd like to fuck. Oh, he says because the deli because of your joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I thought that that was funny. Right. So then I just said, like, thanks or whatever. Why didn't you, and why didn't you write, flirt, flirt back? Because I'm not interested. Oh. Um, I mean, not in the sense of, like, he's not handsome. He's plenty handsome. I'm just not having – I'm just on there out of boredom. He goes, now bend over and give me some of that Mexican-Italian ass. I want to plow you so good so you don't moan instead you sing opera. I stopped yes. answering after that. That's, that's too – it's too much. Good for him. First of all, shows he's done his research. Maybe a little. So this is the thing. If it's too much research, I had this girl on Raya, on dating apps that say this to me once. She was like, "We were chatting, and then she's like, I want to full disclosure. I listened to Inside the Closet, so I feel like it's a little unfair because I know like everything about you, and you don't know anything about me. But I just wanted you to know that I know all that stuff. And, like, well, now I know one thing about you. You know too much about me. Block. Well, I actually loved the way she handled that. I was like, Oh, thanks for the heads up. What do you do? Like, and then we like we're having a really good conversation. Was this the girl with the apples? No, her and I met. No, this girl and I never ended up meeting because I think I I was going on dates with the art therapist or something, and I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna see where this goes. No, the girl with the apples. Did I ever tell you how we met? Well, I remember she did hair. Okay, so the girl and you brought her a bag of. Well, you brought her one apple and she took the whole bag. I brought her some snacks and she took my grocery bag. Which I shouldn't have brought a whole grocery bag to bring, go get my hair cut or what. It was like the whole thing was weird. Her and I met. This is the most, this is the gayest thing. So there's a a float in gay pride every year for this lesbian, quote unquote, hopefully it's like lesbian, queer, bisexual, that all encompassing magazine. And for like three years, I had gone on the float and I would see her on the float. But we both were either always with someone or one year I was single and I remember her and I like kind of talking and then I got off the float early, met up with my cousin. And then I was like, you know, what? I'm going to go back and see if she wants to like hang out. So I like run through gay pride, trying to find the float. I find where it ends. And then I see her holding hands and I was like, oh, she's, and then they're like, oh yeah, it's her girlfriend. Bye bye. So then like a year later, we are both single or she posts something about being single on Facebook. I sent her a message and then I asked her on a date. But we met fucking making eyes over the years on the gay pride float. I miss that making eyes with somebody. We were it's eyes. so like not fun online. I like like oh, seeing yeah. someone and feeling that excitement and not knowing what to say and like going oh, up and talking to them. So and, like, fun. I get like yeah, I, I miss that. Like um, totally, I miss that. Especially yeah, something like that where it's like on a float. It's gay pride. Everyone. It's like safe, 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 safe. And also, yeah, it was always like the years after that. I'd be like, I wonder if that girl's gonna be on the float. But then when we ended up talking, I was like, oof. Nope. No, I, I liked her the first couple times. But then she turned out to be a devil worshiper. 
Like a real devil worshiper? Mateo, I didn't catch it, but she had 666 in her Instagram handle. And now if someone, people have written me and been like, no. She was probably really attracted to the picture of you full of blood. Probably. Probably. If you look, <laughs> That's a good callback from two years ago. <laughs> I used to have a picture of my dating profile where it was me shot in the head on a TV scene. But there was no context, so it looked like I said blood on me. Also, people, yeah. I've gotten message talking about her with the 666 before. People being like, don't be prejudiced against that. All I can say is that type of devil stuff gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm not necessarily judging, but it's an energy that I don't, you know. Well, I don't think but, it's like a inviting energy. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's like you're what talking you about like with? Buddhism. Right. I mean, they're leading with the devil. Right. It's like, okay, well. Why, yeah, why would you bad. do that? Like, and then I remember no, no. I was walking down the street in L.A. and a bird pooped in my head. And I, That's actually good luck to Italians. So get this. So I got a. I posted on Instagram. Bird pooped in my head. Can't believe it. I got a bunch of messages. That's good luck. That's good luck. And then I get one message from someone saying, "You know, the rest of your day is doomed. That's bad luck." And it was her. And I was like, "You do not look at the world in the way I'm looking." You know. Why are you still following her? This is years ago that she was still that she's following me. And now that I remember. I ran into someone, and if you're in L.A., you never run into people because it's so spread out. I ran into someone, and we were supposed to meet up, but we she was early, and I guess I was early, and I turned around, and I ran into my friend Jessica, and I had bird poop on my head. Hmm. And she's like, why haven't you taken that off your head yet? And I was like, because I was Instagramming about it, and I was about to take it off. But she was like, why are you just standing here with bird poop on your head, Emma? And you're like, because it's good luck. I wish I had. And then she. It's good for my hair follicles. One of the people on 90 Day Fiance puts mayonnaise in his hair. You know, it's enough. It's. I mean, I actually think mayonnaise. Actually, egg is. There's. I think in Morocco um, at weddings, they put like egg in your hair. Mm. And I think in soap, shampoo, there is egg. Because I think egg is actually good for your hair. Oh, he puts so much. He was trying to make himself. There's egg in mayonnaise. Yeah. Does he have really thick hair? Thick hair. There's a little guy, Ed, with no neck. Because my cousin Brian has the thickest hair. He has his mom's hair, like thick Mexican hair. Yeah. And has to, he has to put olive oil in his hair really? when it was long. Cause it was so, yeah, because it, it moisturized the hair. It's so thick that products don't work. He would put olive oil in his hair, and it wouldn't look like his hair was full of grease. This guy's hair looked like it was full of freaking mayonnaise. But then the next day, right. it was like super luscious. You should Google this guy. Google Big Ed. You'll get a kick out of it. Big Ed? Just Google Big Ed? Big Ed. Oh, it'll pop right up. Big Ed. He's not big. He's a little man. He calls himself Big Ed because he's insecure about his height. You might like the show. Oh, this. Oh, my God. This is. Oh, my God. Do you know? Where is his neck? That's what I said. He did. Ed with no neck. It looks like he's like this in every photo. And you want to get really creeped out? Now, let me me just guess a minute. Uh He's in love with a hot Brazilian woman. Right. He was in love with this woman who was this woman who was from the extreme poverty. I forget where she was from. And he went to visit her and like. Oh, I see her. That's her. Yeah, that's a good picture of her, too. I mean, that's very good. But it's it's hard to even say that because. Plugged in, you're slowing down just a bit. Plugged in. Like, does it have energy? Yeah. Energy. Does it have battery? Yeah. Plugged in. Okay, because you're a little like whoa, 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 hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe because it's we big. Maybe we. Well, yeah, I guess we've been doing it over an hour. Maybe it slows down after that. And this says Big Ed and Rose still together after 90 Day Fiance. I'm gonna go with no. Look, that's what he used to look like. I know. That's what I was gonna say. The mind fuck is how crazy is that? Oh, this poor guy. Why do they agree to do the show? I mean, so they get paid. If the Americans, how much do they get paid? I don't know. I mean, I understand getting paid. That will obviously help with like a lot of the problems. They get paid, like, and then I think probably they help facilitate the travel and all of that stuff. But I've heard the only the Americans get paid. I, that's what I've heard. No, the the that's foreigners have to get paid too. I hope. I mean, so there are people on the show who are actually in love. So, yes, so there's this – yes, I think so. Like, And they have this – there's so many spinoff shows because with Ashley, I was like, can we only watch this one night a week? And she, she was like, well, then I can't keep up. And I was like, okay, well, how much do you have to watch to keep up? And she was like, it's on – there's something every night. So they have before the 90 days, the actual show 90 Day Fiance, after the 90 days, and then they have people recapping – 
like pillow talk where former 90 day people give their reactions to watching the most recent episodes. It's too much. It's so much. You know, if you want, we can have my grandma call and review the show. Oh, please. Not today, but I have yeah, to warn her. But I could say, Nana, do you want to like next week come on the show and review 90 Day Fiance for us? Ashley listens to a podcast called 90 Day Gays. And it's just two gay people talking about 90 Day Fiance. Because she- 90 Day Fiance. She should listen to Yamanika. I told her about that. Yamanika does like all commentary on it. Like Yamanika's like in it to win it. It's see, it's too much for me. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, I can't get this involved in these people's lives. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's so stressful. I'm like, I'm stressed out enough about my own life. I can't imagine like. I wonder what you people would... I don't know, and and also you know that they know that they're not actually in love. Well, you, and that's why like... you gotta watch the show because some of them you, they uh, might be. Well, I saw this one episode where this guy didn't have a lot of money, and this girl was from Brazil, and she was like, I want my lips done. And he was like, well, I don't have money. She's like, well, I want them done, or you're not going to get sex, yeah. basically. Yeah. And so he was like, okay. And so then he's like paying for her lips to get done and paying for the – and I'm like, it just puts such a knot in your stomach. I'm like, why am I watching this? It's sad. There's a lot of like really like sad stuff, and then there's people that are like so profoundly lonely, and they're like create. not that you need to necessarily be so lonely to do this, but – creating relationships that are not there like the person's like giving them one word answers and they're like this is the love of my life we're in love we're getting married and then the person's like i don't really know know about this but the it'll be the american like there's this one guy that's gone he went to go meet the woman multiple times in and she didn't show up and he, it's like a across the world flight and she obviously was like not into him and then so it's like you he just seemed like very lonely so it's sad. It's making me sad it's right sad. now. But watch it because I wonder what you would think because you're the only person I've know. You and then Gail, Gail who's been on the show before, dated. She dated someone that lived in that lived in another country too, but they weren't together as long as you and you know what I mean. So I'd be curious what right. you think of it. I mean, at least I was in love. Absolutely, we both were. I think that there are people that are in love though. God, it's so sad. Well, we've been we're almost yes, at yes. an hour, so we sh- we should stop. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. And I'm gonna. Some people sent me some TV recommendations. I'm gonna watch. Oh, what the hell is the name of it? Fuck. I'm watching. Ninety Day Fiance. No, not that. Someone sent me a recommendation. I'm gonna watch. Start watching it tonight. But okay. thank you guys so much for listening. All right. Well, thanks. Like, click, and subscribe. Yes. yes.